I am here. Can you hear me? Can you not hear me? All right, awesome. That's gonna be I fun. Can... We got a lot of stuff to talk about with this networking stuff. Networking 2023 is like, whoa, different. It's a different world out there. People are people. I, I... All right, welcome in to Vision Pros Live. With Jackson Callum, I'm your show host. We will be doing interviews for visionary entrepreneurs and guests, guest leaders who are building fantastic visions out there. Ultimately, I just want to go through some of the things that might help you with your vision. If you have a vision that you're pursuing, drop a link in the comments and let us know what that is. If that's a business or a brand, um, if it's a nonprofit that you run, be happy to promote it, be happy to talk to you about it. And if you'd like to apply to be on Vision Pros and be interviewed about that vision, then by all means, feel free to reach out. Hey, what's up, Vision Pros? Welcome to Vision Pros Live where we interview visionary entrepreneurs and discuss ways to get your brand out there, ways to uh, realign and refine what it is that you do. Um, I want a real quick shout out to our sponsors, Epiphany and Able Health. Also, a call out to Do Good, Give Back to the Water Project. Fantastic opportunity to help people in Africa who do not have access to clean running water or drinking water. Uh, super important to always give back. So um, with that said, I want to get back to you guys today. We want to talk about networking and our experience at the Kajabi Live event. What an amazing experience. If any of you Kajabi Live heroes are listening in today, don't hesitate to join us. Um, Jaime, feel free to drop the link, the invitation link in the comments um, so that if somebody wants to jump in, they're welcome to. Uh, but there's so many there's so many new things about networking these days um, that are very important to be aware of. One, it's important to remember that it's so effective. Like it's, it's a great opportunity when you can go in person and meet people. It's such an effective way to connect with people about what it is you're up, up to in the world, what they're up to, and ultimately strike up a business conversation and potential business deals. So I'm so glad that's not dead. And two, there's different types of communities. There's different types of networking experiences. You could have very, very different experiences. Kajabi was by far one of the best events I've ever been involved with. Um, you know, people were going up to each other and hugging complete strangers. Um, you know, it's like, it's almost like COVID didn't exist while we were there. It's like that section of life just wasn't, doesn't exist anymore. It was so cool because you got a bunch of course creators. You got a bunch of people who are putting down some tremendous value in the world that were all coming together. And uh, so going to the right networking event matters too. Um, I highly recommend getting to events like VidCon, for example, that's another one, the video conference of YouTubers. That's going to be a similar type of vibe and experience. Um, Social Media Examiner um, is one of those that I would love to be involved with. Uh, I heard somebody saying that it didn't come anywhere close to as powerful as this Kajabi event. And that's saying a lot because they do have a great van, uh, great brand. Um, so uh, if you know of a, of a conference, a networking event that you find to be exhilarating or that you find to be uplifting, um, and with people who are there to help each other, then by all means, drop it in the comments. We would love to know. We want to make sure that we're involved in as many great events as possible each year because that's uh, in large part where the magic happens. So with that said, uh, again, Kajabi, this is a, a program. Jaime, you're also welcome to as you free up to, to showcase what Kajabi is, uh, how the solution works. We use Kajabi at First Class Business to build out our onboarding portal for our clients. 
Um, a lot of people would see it as an LMS, a learning management software system. And that is definitely part of what it does. But in reality, it's also a platform to help build community. It's also a platform to build landing pages. Um, it's a platform where you can piece your offers together and they've got templates and they've got great guides and they've got good people who work with the process to help. My team has mostly done uh, done the 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 use of Kajabi by ourselves. I called us at the event. I said, we're kind of a Kajabi hermit. We haven't really engaged with the Kajabi community too much and gotten to know people at the event. So this is cool because we didn't know anybody there. And so we could have been treated a little bit like an outcast, but we weren't. Like we were embraced fully um, and people were really excited to, to help us uh, make sure that we maximize the event, uh, maximize the tools, learned what we needed to. And and the, the environment was extremely reciprocal. Um, so... With that said, again, back to some of the some of the things we've learned about networking over the last few weeks. I went to a couple of in-person events in San Antonio as well. And in the in-person events, one of the common occurrences that occurred was the traditional exchange of business cards. Um, that almost didn't happen at this event. Uh, everybody had their, their QR codes. I don't get me wrong. Coach Reed, I'm going to use you as an example because you're awesome, man. And I became really good friends with Coach Reed at this event. Um, but a lot of people have the QR codes. Um, feel free to scan that if you're looking at this. You'll see where coaches read coach coaches reads um, coach reads page takes you to, um, and then of course the traditional business information is is on that event. And then there's these cool pages. Um, I can't remember the platform names. So I may might also have that on hand, uh, but uh, they're like I don't think it was hello sign, um, but these platforms allow you to put together a quick QR code and that. Those business, those virtual business cards that I would say people tried to force down your throat and get to work for years, um, they've come a long way and they are actually kind of cool. But that leads me back to one of my greatest points of networking. And this has always been the case, but I would say it's never been more true than in today's world. It's so important that we show up interested, not as an interesting individual. Um, you know, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. And so my team, uh, I sent them some screenshots of these different QR code layouts that people had shown me. Um, and again, I'm not saying the assets, not a great asset. We did create our own, um, but going to Kimmy's page, for instance, and seeing what she was putting out in the world and, and Carolyn as well, seeing what her page is all about. I was like, oh, these are cool. I sent a screenshot to my team. My team ended up creating those screenshots for me. And I started to provide that same type of experience to others. And what was interesting is, is I, I provided my QR codes to people um, you know, and got people interested in what it is we were doing at First Class Business or Vision Pros or at Able Health. The conversations fell a little bit flat versus, um, you know, and I say a little bit flat, um, sometimes they fell completely flat. Other times uh, they just they wanted to ask more and more questions about me. But what I like to do is ask questions about other people and get to know what they're putting out into the world. So it kind of like pigeonholed us down a rabbit, down one of my rabbit holes, and it made it a little bit harder to connect to them about what they were all about, what they were doing. So I found that one of the best things you can do is keep the QR codes at bay. Don't use them. Um, and on your end, take interest and opt into somebody else's QR code and, and take a look at just like you're supposed to take somebody's business card and explore it, you know, and, and really see like, okay, you're an author. You're a speaker, coach, performance strategy. Well, tell me about the book you wrote. Um, you know, I, I want to know about that. Um, and as you as you engage with people about what they do and take interest in who they are and how they're putting things out into the world, you might have somebody that you connect them to. 
Um, you know, you might have an opportunity to connect them to somebody else that you met at the conference. Um, so being interested is really what it's all about. It's about figuring out, well, what type of value can I bring to the lives of those that I'm with? And what that also leads to is not only reciprocation, but the opportunity to extend the relationship while at the event, right? Go around and do things with people at the event, hang out with them, uh, organize a luncheon, for instance. One of the things that we did at this event was we organized a paddleboarding trip, small power paddleboarding trip, whoever was available. It was kind of hard to squeeze in. There was a lot going on at the conference, but I knew that one of the things that I wanted to do at the event was make some time for balance, right? So I wanted to make sure that this experience took place during a time that wasn't conflicting with anything else. And the only time slot available was right after the event. I knew some people would be like, you know, oh, well, Jackson, I would love to go on this paddleboarding trip, but we're tired. Well, that's exactly why we went, right? So me, Jane, Alyssa, and Vic Wheeler um, all went uh, to this paddleboarding experience. And all of us felt so rejuvenated. I asked them, you know, while we were out there, like, what's your favorite takeaway from the event? What's the favorite thing that you've done? And, uh, you know, I felt so honored that all of them <laughs> were like, this, this is it. This is the most amazing thing that, that we've done this week. Uh, and I was like, yeah, like, awesome. Cool. We did the right thing. Right. But seriously, we come back from that event um, for that activity. And now we're like centered and balanced with nature. We've had an opportunity to unplug. We've had an opportunity to appreciate the environment with which we were in in Austin, get out of the skyscraper, so to speak. And, and it was able to just kind of add to add the, add the cherry on top, right, of the, the ice cream sundae that we got to have for the week at this Kajabi event. So, um, you know, organizing a little event, um, it doesn't have to cost a lot. You don't have to incentivize people, you know, to, to go do that. Uh, it does take a little bit of effort, right, to get people the information network now. The other cool thing is there was dozens and dozens of other people who couldn't go, but kind of get to vicariously experience that through the friends that did go, um, you know, and whether they end up walking away saying like, man, I, I wish I would have gone to that. I should definitely connect and catch up with them later, um, you know, or they're thinking, man, next year when this happens, I got to make sure I make time for that. Um, that that's one of those um, realities is the event isn't just about, what happens in the here and now, it's about planting seeds for the future of your relationships, right? So I got to meet the CEO of Kajabi, um, Ahad, and become powerfully quick acquaintance friends with him, um, right? Whether he considers me a friend or acquaintance, I don't know. If I put him on uh, on the spot and a stage, I guarantee you uh, he would say friends. Um, and there's, there's a lot of truth to that. Because we know that being involved in this environment, right, doing what we're doing, there's so much synergistic overlap and harmony in what we're doing that it makes it easy to know that, okay, I got a friend here anytime I need it. But what will facilitate an even stronger friendship, what will help build on that is as I show up in the Kajabi community, helping others, right, being a servant to those who I've met at this event, as I continue to talk about the benefits of Kajabi as well. Um, we have an affiliate link that we'll eventually put out, um, you know, we'll be paid for people who end up joining Kajabi. Um, but that's also something that's like the back burner, right? You go to these events, you get affiliate opportunities. And if you're seeking it for the affiliation, right, for the commission, then you're not going to do very well. But if you're utilizing that as a mechanism to perhaps drive a little bit of additional revenue, but because you know the value of the tool, and you're helping people guide, like helping guide people through that process of, of uh, leveling up what it is that they do, then uh, it becomes a very powerful 
asset um, and experience. So that's one side of it. Then as we go to the next Kajabi event, um, you know, which should be next year, once again, my relationship with Ahad becomes that much stronger because now, you know, we're, we're showing up in multiple places. If they do masterminds at corporate office, which I've heard that they're going to start doing soon, um, then thank you, uh, Jaime. This is awesome. So Jaime's now pulling up some of the photos from the event. Uh, feel free to interrupt me anytime, Jaime, and jump on the mic. Um, but this is uh, this was a session with Priya, for instance, that session right before. There he is. There's Ahad, Marusha. There's some great people in that photo. There's Brendan Burchard speaking at the event. Um, and I didn't get to know Brendan Burchard personally. I look forward to it. Um, he reminds me a lot of me. Um, like he's like always getting out there and, and I'm excited to be following along his path. And I know it's like LeBron James saying Michael Jordan, uh, you know, reminds him of him. Well, that's okay. Like own it, bro. Um, you know, own the path that you're on. Uh, Brendan Burchard, you know, started with, with a whole lot of uphill battles. And, you know, one of the big things for him is he just got on the, got on the microphone and he just turned his little lights on, um, you know, and started presenting to the world. And he makes some funny comments about that, but he was working, uh, you know, initially very broke, um, you know, what he was doing and vulnerably putting himself out there and driving success, getting his, his book out there. And it, you know, it took a lot of, a lot of systems falling into place and a lot of effort, um, you know, a lot of learning how to influence people to get to where uh, his businesses got to a scalable position. Um, you know, we started doing million dollar launches over and over and over and he figured out, you know, how to do that. It wasn't something that happened overnight, but he did share a story um, about his sweet, significant other coming home, uh, laying in bed and, and you know, his, his bed was an extension of his office. And there she was laying underneath, uh, you know, the bills of his bills that were overdue um, and, you know, the powerful influence and impact that that had on his desire to provide um, for those that he works. Oh, that was a really cool experience. Um, I will need to look up her name, but the, the lady that I was um, hugging right there and that was so funny. We had a meeting scheduled for the week of Kajabi that we had both accidentally booked. There she is. Um, so. Let me see if I can look that up real quick because uh, we have met very briefly through a podcasting event that took place the week before Kajabi, um, right? So I knew that I would actually overlapped and booked some appointments for, uh, man, where is that meeting? I wish I, I had it on hand. Um, but we found ourselves sitting two tables apart. I sat with her co-founder and I'm like, wait a second. I was like, I have a meeting with you guys tomorrow that I'm supposed to call and cancel. Um, so because I'm not gonna be able to do it here. Anyway, we ended up meeting at the event. We met like a thousand people at this event. And next thing you know, like we're in the same room the day before our meeting, getting to meet each other in person. Um, and I look forward to hosting her on Vision Pros live as well. They have a really cool tool for what they're up to, helping podcasters uh, distribute their podcast and uh, ultimately streamline the process of improving how the, the post- show episodes um, move forward and get distributed. So there's Jared. Jared is the uh, VP of experience for Kajabi and he had his own podcast. There's Munya. He'll be coming out on the show as well. Um, but taking the time to, to connect with people and promote who they are, right? Getting them more exposure for what they're doing. That's ultimately what Roberto and a lot of these, these other individuals who were at the event are looking for is they want to make a bigger impact on the world. So I even set up a podcast stage while there, um, you know, in my room, um, you know, I, I set it up in my room, 
Fortunately, I had a beautiful view of the city and the, the river, so it made it easy to attract people to want to come back to the room and, and take this. Look at that picture. It's just beautiful. Um, and so we did the episode right there. We thought we shot some great photo photography for the individuals. Thank you to Google Phones, because um, I'm not much of a photographer. Um, Lucia, we did her interview in Spanish for her company based in Colombia. Uh, that does some awesome things with tourism and history. And they've got great YouTube. They got two YouTube channels with like 25,000 subscribers on the YouTube channels, not just one. Um, and that is one of the other cool things about these events is there are people uh, at these events who are now very, very big social media influencers. And you don't know who has an audience of what size and who's putting what out into the world. You might be talking to somebody that has a half a million subscribers on YouTube or a half a million followers on Facebook. Uh, that became very true when I found myself connecting with Allah of Allah's yummy food. Um, and she's got not only an incredible following, but she's got these amazing recipes um, and amazing videos of the cakes and the desserts that she teaches people how to make. And we became super good friends um, just by having attended this event. And at the end of the day, that's also what these conferences are all about. Um, you know, it's, an, it's a great opportunity to rejuvenate uh, your, your love and your belief in your career as well. Um, so I mentioned a little bit about QR codes and opt-ins. Uh, Jaime, feel free to use this as the guinea pig on that as well. We only got enough done with that to be dangerous. Um, you know, we've got, we've got these QR codes all established. And as we showcase these on the screen, and if you need me to send you the link, Jaime, don't hesitate to ask. Um, you know, we're like trying to get QR codes for Able Health, for Vision Pros, for Oportunidades de Trabajo para Latinos, um, for uh, the Power Launch, for our webinar, for the ebook. Um, like, there's so many different things that we, and I was like, you know what? Maybe a good QR code, an easy one would be a message for Facebook, right? Just get people to where it opens automatically the ability to send me a message on Facebook because that's where they can most authentically connect with me, where I know I'm going to get that notification. I'm going to see it um, and I'm going to be able to respond to them and they can send me a friend request because my team and our systems are constantly sending friend requests out there. So we have to be careful about the threshold of friend requests that I send um, due to the amount of people that we're constantly connecting to. I was like, if I can get people to send me the first message on Facebook, then that'll make it very easy for me to uh, stay in touch with them um, and make sure that we foster and build a long-term relationship. So, um, let's see here. Jaime, uh, QR codes, opt-in pages. Let me know if I need to, to pull that up. You can come on, on the mic and let me know. Um, I've got those links as well. Hey buddy. Hey, I sent you. I, 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 <laughs> yeah, no, no, go ahead. Go ahead and share yourself. Um, I, okay. I shared some so I'll, links. I'll be, I'll be sharing it. Yep. You shared some links. What? Um, I share some links on screen uh, where you can create those uh, QR links, uh, but go ahead and, and share. Oh, cool. Let's pull it up. Sent. Let me see here. Add to stream. Uh, I got it. All right. So QR champ. Okay. You got the Google thing there. Do you know what our team used for our QR codes? I I don't know, but it, it's, it's one of these pages. Okay. No, that's fair. We'll find out guys. We'll drop it in the comments afterwards. Um, you know, I, like I said, I took the screenshots and I sent them over. Let me pull it up on my phone. Um, so one of the, one of the tools they use to create our virtual presence. And again, it's not bad to have it. 
I, I just recommend don't rely on it. You know, like don't force it down people's throats. And it's more better. It's a better idea to get their information too, because then you're in control of the follow-up, right? If you don't get their information you're just giving yours out, giving yours out, giving yours out, giving yours out. And people don't have the discipline to follow up typically, or they get distracted, right? Four day event, meaning a thousand creators who are amazing, you know, or maybe just a dozen, but it's like, what's the likelihood of them remembering the impact you had in your 15 second or your five minute meeting? It's kind of low. So it's nice to be able to connect to people on your own terms and to nurture them along as, as one should. So uh, one of the, one of the resources that we created okay marusha for instance oh man she's amazing at facebook communities i highly recommend connecting with her she uses blink.me that's b-l-i-n-q.me um and, and her system i thought was a little bit nicer than the ones that i had opted into and created um so we utilized a program called hi hello.me h-i-h-e-l-l-o dot me and that allowed me to like get a picture on there and who i am and the different links i might want to send to people so that was uh that was a nifty little tool and then it says this is your card right and we could create multiple tools for the multiple entities that i might want people to to go check out whether that was again able health or vision pros meanwhile we had this idea, like the, the team's kind of communicating with me in between sessions. And I'm like, guys, let's create like a list of all the QR codes um, in one page so that I can quickly go to them and zoom in. And so they did. They created this platform where I could go through all the different QR codes, the different assets that we had. Um, and again, that was just us experimenting and seeing, all right, but what type of value should we be putting in front of people? Um, and at the end of the day, the big secret behind that is the value of your love, right? The value of how much you care, right? The value of diving into their materials and seeing like, all right, what are they all about? So here I was opting into their funnels, having my team opt in, send, sending certain ones back to my team and saying, hey guys, can you opt into this? A great example of that is John. Uh, John created a program called courses.ai. Um, and that courses.ai, he's also one of the original template builders for Kajabi um, as a, as a third party entity. Um, but courses.ai was a way to combine the prevalence and powers of systems like chat GPT with the ability to create a course quickly um, so that you're not getting sucked into the weeds of the operation and the structure as much as you're able to focus on the value that you can provide to others while not getting bogged down by how am I going to structure this? Um, so I, I've sent that to my team a couple of times and I've been like, all right, um, Jaime Emanuel, can you guys opt into this and try this out and test it? And let's see what types of things. In fact, Jaime, I'd love to see us test that with oportunidades de trabajo, right? With opportunities for work for Latinos. That would be a great uh, tool to utilize that for because if we can create mini courses um, for people to learn how to find work um, and and uh, learn how to pass their interviews um, and do so in a way that is streamlined, then we're more effectively utilizing our resources to help people at scale. Um, and that's something that I'm not gonna have the time um, and bandwidth to create attention for uh, very soon. And excuse me, I have to sneeze. <sighs> oh, fake out. Okay, it's gone. Um, so yep. welcome to <laughs> recording live. <laughs> All right. So. Um, 
again, another point, everyone's a social, a social media guru. Uh, that also means that follow-up is far more diverse these days. So if you're going and connecting, especially at a conference that's a little bit more techie or that uses technology, you know, expect people to not do business the traditional way. Um, it's pretty obvious. Some people are like anti-email these days. That is weird. That is like super hard for this old guy to comprehend. Um, you know, it's like everybody's supposed to use email, um, you know, and you do have to have it. But in terms of like a follow-up reality, like a lot of people want to talk on Instagram. Like, I'll be honest, I don't, I didn't really know how to navigate Instagram messages very well because I'm not an Instagrammer. You know, I've, now it looks like I am because I got more posts, but I had like, I don't know, 350 friends of mine had followed me on Instagram and I had followed like two people and I only had three photos on my Instagram for like six years. Um, and I was like, why are people following me on a platform that I don't have anything on? This is weird. Um, but again, like I said, I've learned to adopt different social media channels because there's people who, you know, like that's, that's where they're comfortable being contacted. That's it. Some people want to message on LinkedIn. Some people want to message on Instagram. Some people, uh, you know, want to stay in the know on TikTok. Other people want the email. Some people are comfortable with the phone call. Some people want a text message. There's so many different methods of communication these days. Um, and, you know, if you, if you want to have an influence, um, you know, at scale, right? If you're trying to reach more people, then it's important to be reachable on the platforms where they hang out the most. Um, and again, it used to be more streamlined between phone and email, um, but it's very important to be available for your audience. So let's see. So Jaime's got a trailer ready for us. Um, what I did at the event, one of the things that really helped us stand apart and uh, meet more people with purpose is I talked about Vision Pros Live and how we want to have them hosted on Vision Pros. And we wanted to create some teaser reels and do those interviews. So without further ado, um, we're going to play the trailer of some of the teaser interviews that I did while at the event. And if you want me to come to your event and do teasers like this, by all means, I'd be happy to. Let's see it. Let's do this, Jaime program another big thing i love about it is you're not driving people towards hey become seven million dollar winners in 30 minutes sure right you've got let me help you make a thousand dollars per month in 30 days the one question i have about it is in just 30 minutes a day over what time frame that's a fair question it's variable right because the bigger question i would get is like how how much time do i have to commit to this i'm already working something or already have a service-based business so they're thinking i don't have time to start something so that was the pain point of like, well, I'm going to teach you what to do. in. So by the way, we're testing some things right now. That's that's Graham Cochran. Um, I think he's got a few million followers. Uh, we brought him in with a couple of his clients to interview him and them about how they felt. And she does a lot. She has a lot of being recipes. There's Allah. Yeah, lots of cakes. Lots of cakes. Cheesecakes, cakes, whatever you want. Thank She's you. one of my new besties. I have enjoyed very much meeting Yay! her. So we're going to have her on the show down the road. And so make sure to tune in because we're going to learn about the recipe she has. Do you have how many followers on Instagram? Like a billion? No, yeah, just two billion. It's fine. You know? <laughs> I'm very casual. She's super cool. And she has more followers than I can count. And uh, anyway, we're going to have we're gonna have some fun at the Kajabi event. And we will see her on the episode later. Thanks for Tell me about what you do, because from what I understand, I read this book called Rocket Fuel, and it okay. talks about the visionary. All right. And I'm going to pause it just in case, because on my side, the quality wasn't coming through very well. Um, and so if it was coming through well, you got a sneak peek, an idea of how it goes. If uh, it didn't come through very well, well, uh, that's learning the art of broadcasting live um, and 
probably has a little bit to do with the the internet in Colombia right now, as well as the uh, uh, perhaps that's not the highest quality version of those clips. But those clips allowed us to um, get some teaser reels that that are super high quality. We'll be able to promote those on all of our different social media channels in a way that's effective for those individuals to get a little bit more uh, connected to our brands before we host them. Um, and then each one of those people will be able to host on Vision Pros Live and create further exposure and create um, ultimately better relationships with each one of them. So um, that is that is one of the, uh, the fun hacks of people who do have a audience that they like to go live with or they have a podcast that they're putting out there. Utilize those conferences as an opportunity to do those uh, pre-interview segments. So I'm not I'm not talking about going to the event, doing a 45 minute version. I'm talking about going to the event and doing a one minute version to 15 minute version with Graham Cochran. It was more of a 15 minute setup because we had a couple of his clients and we wanted to find out, you know, their stories. What has Graham done for you? Um, and then the, the environment was so comfortable uh, in my room with that beautiful view that we kind of just sat around and, and talked with each other a little bit. And him and I have a very, very large overlap in terms of balance um, and and showing up as fathers in the world, too. So it was it was just such an awesome opportunity to have them come up at 8 a.m. and do that. And then uh, then with other people like uh, Allah, uh, we'll have a bigger interview later. But we just took the time right there in the and where it was all the people around us to quickly talk about what she did of value. And it creates these teaser reels. It creates these aha moments where people are like, oh man, I can't wait to see that episode later. So a lot of ways to leverage your presence, um, you know, when you're networking with people. Now, one of the things that I've seen that people have really advanced on to a certain degree is they're taking pictures with people and they're posting those on social media and tagging each other. When I was doing events in 2012, almost nobody was doing that. So it was a great way to, to stand out. Well, You'll still stand out because there's people who will do that to an extent, but there's so many more levels you can take. So if you want to have super success in an event and you really want to stand out, um, you know, for the sake of gathering the right relationships, one of the best things you can do as well is as speakers are on stage, make sure to take pictures and make, especially if you want to connect with the speakers, take pictures that make them look great and create fortune cookie posts, I call them. Right. So take just one or two lines that they say that's of powerful impact to you and share that line, um, you know, with that screenshot or with that person's picture. Share that on Twitter or share that on LinkedIn. Um, you can share it where their greatest audience is if you want their existing audience to see it. Or if you have a platform where you have a large following and they're not quite as known, now you're expanding their reach for them. And that's that's one of the best ways to honor those that you love that are in the game of distribution, meaning they're in the game of wanting to be seen and heard. Now, there's two sides to this coin. There's somebody who spoke that I actually really like her a lot. Um, she did an excellent job. Her name was Ellen, and she spoke about strategic partnerships, one of the best plans I've ever seen laid out for strategic partnerships and closing like sponsorship style deals and keeping yourself protected in that scenario. And she talked about just networking with one to two people. And ultimately, what she was also getting at was making sure that your connections are genuine. You're not just shift, sifting through people, you know, and just touching as many people as possible just to get a touch point in. Like, that's awkward. That's weird. I get what she was saying. And at the same time, I would say there's a harmony that exists between the two. Okay. So I don't want to just walk up to the first two people I see at an event and say they're going to be my best friends. There's still some purpose that has to be, be driven there. So if you're going to an event, 
you do want to filter through enough people to gather what I call the low hanging fruit opportunities, the people who resonate with you the best. And sometimes that means having quick conversations with a bunch of different people so that you can then evaluate and go back and say, all right, which one of these people can I help the most? Which one of these people would be the best type of strategic partner, right? And if you don't take the time to explore the masses, so to speak, and go through and see, wow, who really resonates with me, then you may not end up uh, gravitating towards the people who were most effective for the experience. So there is, there's two sides to that coin. Um, one side, again, hustling too much and, and pushing people away. The other side, uh, boxing yourself in before knowing your environment and knowing who's in it. Uh, there's a happy medium to be had in that. So if you're networking, if you're going to a networking event or you just went to one, you've got an idea in the comment, you've got an idea, drop it in the comments. Um, let us know what are some of the tricks of the trade for you? Um, you know, what are some of the important elements that we can remember to, to take advantage of? Um, I may, if you go to my Instagram as well, you might be able to pull up uh, the, the 3D video thing that we did. Um, you'll notice that I did that with Marusha and Heather Hargrove. Um, and one reason why is I don't like selfies. I don't. I don't like to take pictures of myself. I like to be with other people. So I told them, I was like, hey, I booked a session. Come on out with me and let's do this together. And so uh, we stuck out during the session. We went and did our, our 3D photo. We did it together. Oh, it was so much fun. It was way more fun to do that uh, photo session with friends, even though they're brand new friends. And it gave us a memory too, to think back on and be like, we did that together. That was fun. So, um, you know, create experiences uh, that allow you to have other people involved. This is fun. Um, I, I, <laughs> these are these sessions, these photo sessions are so silly. Um, and uh, yeah, the guy who, who was doing this, we we're having fun talking about the business model behind it and how much money they make by doing these. And then you got the little Kajabi brain in the quarter. So Kajabi paid them a certain amount of money to have this really cool spinning photo thing that goes around. Um, but like, how awkward would this have been for me to like dance by myself? You know, in this session, like, no way. I did end up taking my own video, we'll post later. But the only reason I was able to and felt comfortable doing it is because I had my two friends there cheering me on, saying, like, yeah, like, let's do this, you know, come up with this idea. So um, it made it a whole lot more fun to get out of your comfort zone and, and to do things that, you know, promotional aspects that might otherwise be like, uh, I don't know if I want to do that by myself. Um, all right. So, some other aspects, you know, again, if you if you have some ideas for networking, um, we would love to hear it in the comments. Tell us what what makes you successful in your networking capabilities. Um, I will again go back to the podcast interviews. You don't even have to have a podcast to do an interview, by the way. Um, you know, if you have a follower of one, if you have one person who's listening in and can benefit from distributing that person's voice, I hope that person values that one person as much as I do um, and as much as they should, because those are real life individuals, people who matter. Um, and it doesn't matter if you reach 100 people or you reach one person. That is one of the things that Brendan delivers with more grace than I do. But it drives me a little bit crazy when people like don't value those who are listening in. You know, it's like, why would you not? You know, even if it is one person, we've got a little eyeball on the top left corner of this podcast, for instance. And it says that we have one live viewer right now. And if you're benefiting from the value that I'm putting down, that's it's worth it. That's what it's about for me. I want to help you win. And if we happen to have a few listeners who are like, wow, um, I love what Jackson's doing and putting down. And I want to have 
uh, my brand distributed and I want to become better at networking and I want to have the assets built up around me and they want to buy from us. That's fantastic too, right? That's awesome as well. That's, that's additional value that exists. Um, but I do know that these, these types of practices, they take time to develop. It takes time to snowball these opportunities. It takes time for people to realize, wow, he's not going to give up on this podcast thing. He's going to keep going and keep providing value. And next thing you know, we're going to have more and more people hosted on this show and we'll have more and more people lining up to tune in live with us and to be on this broadcast. We're going to have more and more people who recognize that, oh, wow, that's actually a thing. Um, you know, and maybe you didn't hear that during that segment because you tuned in late to the show. Um, it, it doesn't really, you know, it, I don't really try to control the entire environment as much as we do strive to facilitate uh, an opportunity for everybody to learn and pick up value. Um, so, QR codes and opt-ins. Uh, let, oh, see, let's see. Follow-up is far more diverse these days. We did talk about that and how, again, I got people who only want to connect on Instagram. And now I'm sitting there figuring out like, oh, man, like how do I find that that message button again where I can actually like message people on here? And how do I keep track of people on multiple channels? Um, and there's different tools to be able to do that. You know, we use Go High Level for one for our, our uh, primary uh client retention management or customer retention management system. Uh, we also use a great program called Flowchat. And so Jaime and I were talking, we've got a list of people that we fell in love with that we want to we want to promote. Coach Reed, Tiffany, Ramona, uh, Amunia, Marusha, Heather, Evolve, Graham, and the list goes on and on. There's so many people uh, that, that we want to follow up with and touch base with. It's like, all right, um, in order to manage these relationships properly and effectively, in order to make sure that we're moving forward sincerely and putting the right value down in front of each one of them as we move forward. How are we going to go about making sure that everybody gets booked for their pre-show interview? How are we going to make sure that they get booked with me again if we didn't get a teaser reel produced? Because I just think that's an awesome opportunity. How are we going to help them see um, you know, what what it is that first class business can do um, in order to help them maximize their message and get out there? Um, how are we going to opt in and learn about what what resources they have available and don't get me wrong. We have most of those paths figured out, um, you know, and, and a process for each one. Uh, Jaime and and the podcast presentation is a massive part of helping them realize like just how much value we can throw down on the front end. Um, but we're always going to be looking at it and saying, how do we make this even more effective, uh, more efficiently? Because at the end of the day, each of the vision pros that we have on this show, we're not just trying to help them get involved with our, our audience. We're trying to help them maximize the efficiency of which they can fulfill their own visions. Because while I love them as friends, while I want to connect with them on a one-on-one -on -one level and have that opportunity year after year, I don't want to selfishly hoard these visionaries. I want them to be able to get out there to where they're like Allah, who's got 500,000 followers on Facebook, and she needs to be empowered to be reaching them more often, uh, more effectively, because they all rely on her for baking these amazing cakes that make people happy. Um, you know, like cakes are a great thing. We need more cakes in this world, in my opinion. Um, you know, on the nutritional facts, for instance, you know, there's a lot of important information on there. The amount of, uh, uh, I see that shows you how good I am with nutritional facts, but calories, the amount of fats, the amount of trans fats, all that. But where the heck is the happiness bar? You know, like, can I get an amen? Anybody want a happiness bar added to what you're eating? I do. Um, because if I'm eating a muffin or I'm eating a cake 
and it's making me happy. Like there's a nutritional value to that. That's it's being unfairly misrepresented uh, when you're looking at the calories and the vitamins and all that. Like, uh, uh-uh, man, there, there's some serious value that comes from being able to eat food that you love and are like, wow, this is some good stuff. So all is fulfilling the happiness bar that is not on a nutritional facts. Um, and she's doing so at a, at a level that is scaled to half a million people already. Um, so like I said, the, the vision pros, you know, our, our desire is to meet the visionary, get them hosted and then release them, you know, into the wild, so to speak, like get them out as far as we can so they can keep helping people because we've got so many people on this earth who need so much help. And, you know, the visionary entrepreneurs that we're hosting on this show, they're the type of people who are putting down tremendous value to help people in life. Um, and, uh, you know, whether that's again about cakes or it's about business growth, it doesn't matter um, as long as it's providing sincere value uh, to those who, who live on this earth with us. So, hi, May. Um, I'm going to bring you on. Any questions you have about networking or anything that you notice from this experience that you feel like I should cover for the audience? Um, it's also like we're honoring the people that we're meeting. So those meaningful connections are obviously an honor for people that are coming into our lives, people that we didn't know from before. So these in-person, um, what do you call it, networks or networking that that is done, it's definitely a great opportunity to meet a person and in reality just have an authentic relationship built. So these are great opportunities. Always take a chance and go to these events. I guess it's just given that invitation to to people to network and create those meaningful uh, those meaningful relationships with people. And so with that, yeah. I also wanted to provide a special invitation to the mastermind that we are uh, doing for the academies of first class businesses. And we will be hold, holding these every Tuesday at 3 p.m. So we'll send you more information down in the comments below and just feel free to ask anything and connect with us as well. I love that. This is huge for Jaime because in Colombia, uh, they don't they don't have as many opportunities to get involved in in-person networking events, right? And that's one of the things I love about our company. We spend a lot of time on Zoom, creating relationships, um, and on being there for each other. But we want to make sure that we're extending our ability to network online. So this uh, it's labeled a little bit wrong. It's called a networking mastermind. Um, and so the networking mastermind with the Academy of First Class Businesses is tied specifically to our Facebook group of first-class businesses. And so we're going to start hosting more and more people on Tuesdays at this event where we can network with each other, meet other visionary entrepreneurs and their teams, uh, discuss some of the victories and challenges that have taken place, and also learn how to gain more exposure, how to become a high-demand brand, um, and ultimately facilitate relationships with people who could be fantastic strategic partners for you out there. Um, so we just launched our first one, um, our, our first transition to this new style of event uh, on Tuesday because of the inspiration of the events that we've been attending in person. That's like, man, we need to be facilitating this online uh, like immediately. Uh, we need to get going. So that's exactly what we did. And we spent some great time with Charlie Goldsmith and with Vic Wheeler building out a little bit more in terms of of their lead magnets and who they're targeting and making sure the lead magnets align with the, the audiences they're facing and introducing them to each other. As we get more and more people uh, involved in the process and we get better at our own ability to 
invite and inspire people to come out to uh, the, the networking mastermind, the value of that is going to exponentially compound based on those who come in with the right mindset. And we will be particular about that. We're talking about business owners who have three to five years of, exper of experience as business owners. That is an important qualification. Um, we need people who understand that it's not easy. Um, and usually if you haven't been in business for longer than three years, um, you, you haven't realized that yet. Um, you haven't realized how much humility comes into the process of growing a business. The other thing that we need is experts who have five to 10 years of expertise. Um, so I, I can't market and I won't market somebody who's still learning. Uh, you're welcome to come in and get connected perhaps to a job opportunity um, or to an opportunity you might be of value in. But if you're going to be um, you know, networking in a, in a first class business environment, it's very important that you have five to 10 years of expertise yourself um, because we can we can quickly tell um, who doesn't involve and uh, who doesn't belong um, in an environment like that. And we'll need to remove you from the equation because we'll only be able to facilitate the right type of growth and value if we have the right type of people involved. Um, so if you're a first class business professional or you're a first class business owner, you own a business that strives for first class service, then by all means, start showing up on on Tuesdays for our networking mastermind. Um, definitely check out what we're doing with the Academy of First Class Business, some of our free resources, and uh, let's start building phenomenal relationships uh, to be able to bless those who are out there in the world. So, Jaime, thanks for dropping that registration link um, on the different channels. And um, without further ado, my Vision Pro friends, go out there and network. Uh, let us know if, again, if you've got a uh, a networking event coming up that you're going to be going to, or one that is your favorite, let us know in the comments what it is. We'd love to attend it. Uh, like, comment, share Vision Pros Live with those who you know. Uh, let's get out there and bless more people in this world. And thanks so much for tuning in. We'll see you on the other side, everybody. See you tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Thank you for being here today. I'm really happy that you tuned in to Vision Pros Live. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing your reactions as these episodes continue to move forward. We optimize them as the months go by. This is going to get more and more fun. Um, we'll have more and more engagement as well. We'll invite people.